Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony, transcribed. Well, ladies, I guess you've all been looking at the calendar, and if you have, you're very much aware that the holidays are coming. And holidays mean feasts. Yes, and holiday feasts mean poultry from your Kroger store. They're the best birds in town. Big, plump, tender, juicy birds with real fresh-from-the-country flavor. Mmm, mmm. Chickens and ducks and turkeys and geese. Beautiful birds, specially chosen by Kroger meat experts for all the good things you want in poultry. Take, for instance, the extra-special double-good four-point blue-ribbon turkeys. Just take one and then try to hold the family. Everybody will send his plate back for seconds and thirds because those famous four-point blue-ribbon turkeys are just bursting with plump, tender, juicy, delicious meat. White meat and dark meat, lots of tender breast and loads of succulent leg and wing meat. Now, these are what we call double-good birds because, first, they're raised in the best turkey-growing areas by experienced turkey farmers. Next, they're scientifically fed to make them plump and tender. Then they're expertly dressed, every last little pin feather deftly removed. And finally, the ones that reach your Kroger store are specially selected for persnickety Kroger customers like you. Now, isn't that reason enough why you should order your four-point blue-ribbon turkey today? Remember, your Kroger store is the only place in town that has them. And now... Hearts in Harmony. Penny Gibbs' brother, Pat, is in trouble. His wife, Suzanne, has warned him not to be surprised at what she does from now on. But she would not explain what her threat means. It is evening of the next day, and after a walk with Pat, Penny drops into Johnny Keith's office at the Billings Construction Company. Oh, Penny, come in. You're sure I'm not disturbing you, John? No, not at all. I was just finishing up. Good. You're working kind of late, aren't you? Mm-hmm, a little. I had to get a monthly report out to Jed, and I put it off till the last minute. Well, um, if you haven't sealed the envelope already, I'll write a P.S. on it. Or isn't that business-like enough? <laughs> well, it isn't exactly business-like, but since it's all in the family, I, I suppose... You suppose what? Penny, have you been crying? No, of course not. It's just that the cold air outside... Honey, it's just cool outside. Very cool. Not cold at all. Well, Come on, now, what's the matter? Well, I, uh... I just had a long talk with Pat. We went for a walk. Pat made you cry? I don't believe it. Now, look, you, you know better than to try to lie to me. No. No, Johnny, it wasn't Pat who made me cry. What he told me about Suzanne... Johnny, I'm afraid their marriage is just about over. Pat and Suzanne break up? No. Oh, yes. Unless someone finds out what's wrong or Suzanne begins to act differently. You, 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 uh, talked with Pat just now. You said, did, did he tell you what's wrong? Oh, that's the terrible part of it, Johnny. Pat doesn't know what the trouble is. All he knows is that Suzanne is terribly suspicious and violently angry and he doesn't know what about. Well, he must. But he doesn't, John. He really doesn't. None of us knows. Suzanne won't tell us. She says we do know. And you honestly don't? Johnny, you don't think I pretend in a case like this, do you? No, no, Penny. I, uh, 
should have known better than to ask a question like that. But it seems so strange that Suzanne would be miserable, and, and none of you knows why. Unless, of course, Suzanne doesn't know why either. What do you mean? I mean, actually, Suzanne has nothing to be suspicious or angry about. It's all imagination. Pat doesn't know what to do. He tried to talk to Suzanne. It only makes matters worse. If he doesn't talk to her, she says he's ignoring her. In other words, you can't do anything right anymore, can you? Not as far as Suzanne's concerned. But Johnny, their marriage can't break up. There's a baby to think about. Yes, I know. That's the first thing that hit me when you said you thought Pat's marriage was going under. I wish all I did was just think it. I'd say I was just being an old worry bird and a busybody and stop minding my own business, but I know their marriage is going to be ruined, if it isn't already. And I feel helpless. Well, now, Penny, there's nothing you can do to save it. There's nothing any of us can do under the circumstances. I know Pat, and I know what kind of a fellow he is. And I know Suzanne pretty well, too. She's just as swell as Pat is, except for this imagination of hers. Maybe if a doctor... Oh, Johnny, it's gone too far for that. If we suggested a doctor to her, that would be the end. Johnny, she's already said a dozen times we're trying to make her think she's crazy. Is she? Well, she acts as if she is at times, but I know she's not. You don't know anything of the kind, Penny. Oh, Johnny, no. It, uh, would be awful. Too awful to think about. But we've got to do some thinking about it, and fast. Look, Penny, instead of that P.S. you were going to write to Jed on the bottom of my report, what do you say we sit down and write Jed and your mother a letter? Johnny, what can they do away up there in Mapleton? Well, we can tell them to get back here to Rossville right away. The Pat needs help. No. No, I don't want to do that. Not with Jed just starting with that new company up there. But Jed and your mother will never forgive you if anything happens and they weren't told. Look, couldn't we just sort of hint to Jed that something's wrong and, and tell him it's not serious enough to tell Mother about yet? Well, yes, yes, we can. W wouldn't that be better than getting them both excited over what might turn out to be nothing? You uh, honestly think this is going to turn out to be... Nothing. I'm hoping. Hmm. You are too, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, you bet I am. But still... Oh, let's do it my way. Just hint to Jed about it and tell him not to tell Mother just yet. All right. Here, I'll get you some paper. Then we can go out and mail it with my report. That'll make your note seem casual enough, won't it? I think so. Good. But uh, don't, don't tell him everything's all right, Penny. That wouldn't be fair. Won't be fair to Jed and your mother, to Pat, Suzanne, and the baby either. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Freddie, you're priceless. <laughs> hey, careful. Careful, that's a bad curve up ahead. Don't drive so fast. Oh, huh? Don't worry about it, Madeline. Yeah, I'm priceless, all right. Some kid, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> and you're yeah. so modest, too. Yeah, but not about the things I know I can do. And one of the things I do best is to like you. But good. Because my father owns banks, of course. Heck no. Because I live in a great big house in Glen Cove. No, I've been in bigger houses than that. They call them jails. <laughs> oh, Freddie, you're really very funny. Uh, maybe I am, but the jails ain't. Freddie. Huh? You really been in jail? Yeah, I really been in jail. You know, one summer I was up behind the bar so often that I got sunburned in up and down stripes. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I ain't going up to jail no more for nothing at all. You know, I'm reformed by a dame named Gibbs. Oh, oh, your friend Penny Gibbs. She ain't no friend of mine. No? No. 
Well, you're living at her house, aren't you? That's only because I ain't got no other place to stay. Oh, I see. Oh, no, you don't see. I ain't hitting the bunk in at your place. It's a little too swank for me up there. There ain't no place to put your feet. What's wrong with the floor? Oh, the floor's okay when you're standing up, but look, when I sit down, I like to put my feet up on something. And everything in your house is too shiny for me. Well, maybe we can scuff up a corner or two for you. Hmm, sounds like an invite that I might take you up on one of these days. <laughs> Say, look, you told me to drive this buggy of yours, but you didn't tell me where to drive it to. Oh. Where are we going, huh? Oh, well, I thought we might go to the casino. The casino? Mm-hmm. You mean that swank joint? Uh-uh. Look, lady, I work, but I don't make that kind of dough. Oh, but I have that kind. Oh, no, we ain't going nowheres on your dough. We're going out on my dough. Oh, and I don't be silly, Freddy. Here. Will yeah, you put take... that stuff away? Well, take it. You'll be the richest man in the casino. Yes, and also the lowest. No, thanks. <laughs> You're really silly. Yeah? All right, all right. We won't go to the casino. We'll go to Mike's. That's out on the West Road. We can both have a good time there for about, um, oh, about $3. Okay. We'll go to the casino. No, no. I said I want to go to Mike's. But that's a dump, ain't it? Well, it's not the loveliest place around. I've been there several times, though. Oh, you've been out slumming, huh? Well, if you want to call it that. Oh, come on. Come on, Freddy, smile. We'll both go there and we'll both have a good time. Okay, madam. We'll go to Mike's this time. But the next time we're going to go to the casino, if I have to save up my dough for a whole year, <laughs> we're going to the casino. <laughs> hey, you want to know something funny? What? You know, I... I met you by accident because you couldn't get this car started. But, boy, we sure got started fast, huh? Well, you aren't complaining, are you? Oh, me gripe about you? Huh, I should say not. Why, if I... Hey, look walking down the street there, toward the mailbox. Well, who is it? That's the Gibbs dame and her pal Johnny Keith. Hey, let's pull up her and give him the needle, huh? Oh, no. No, let's not bother now. Let's go on out to Mike's. Okay, but I'm still going to pull over there towards the curb and slow up just a little and yell at Gibbsy. I don't want her to miss this know-how. Miss what? Seeing me out with a dame that's really got class. <laughs> hey, Gibbsy! Hey, Gibbsy, what's the matter? What you working for, huh? Can't you afford a car? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Freddy. Freddy, that wasn't a very nice thing to say. Well, who cares about it being nice? That dame's got a couple of digs coming to her anyway. Charlie, did you see who was in that car that just passed? Uh-huh. I sure did, Penny. That was Freddy. And, uh, that wasn't a very pleasant remark, either. I know. It was kind of a strange thing to say, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Well, here's the mailbox. Yeah. Oh, I'll open it for you. Thanks. Well, there's another job for the postman. Johnny. Hmm? Johnny, who was that girl in the car with Freddy? I, uh, was afraid you'd ask that. Why? Well, uh, she's rich and expensive. Like the car Freddie was driving. It's her car, of course. That still doesn't tell me who she is. Oh, you've seen a picture in the paper. Gone to winter resorts in the winter, summer resorts in the summer. Being bored with Rossville in between times. Johnny, that wasn't Madeline Dodge, was it? Mm-hmm, it was. With Freddie? I don't understand that. Why would she bother with Freddie? Well, I have a pretty good idea. So good, in fact, it's bad. Meaning? 
Meaning the bored Miss Madeline Dodge might find someone like Freddy refreshingly amusing. Or... Uh, or? Well, uh, you didn't respond too enthusiastically when Freddy told you he was in love with you. Miss Dodge may be consolation for Freddy with monetary compensation along oh, with it. no, Johnny. Freddy isn't interested in money, not other people's money at any rate. The real puzzle is, how does he happen to know Madeline Dodge? How he happens to know her isn't important. The important thing is he has met her, and what happens from here on may be rather interesting. In a uh, distasteful sort of way. So Johnny Keith sees trouble in the friendship of Freddie Lang and Madeline Dodge. Will it mean trouble for Penny? And what about Pat and Suzanne's marriage? Is it really going to fail? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. Ladies, you'll all agree that holiday poultry should be super good, and you're the one who can cook a bird to perfection. But please remember, no matter how good a cook you are, if the bird you put into the oven isn't super, the bird you take out of the oven isn't going to be super either. So that's why it's wise to choose your holiday poultry at your Kroger store. Because Kroger's poultry is the best in town. It's juicier, it's more tender, it's plumper. And it has that unmistakable, hard-to-explain-but-easy-to-taste country-fresh flavor. Take the aristocrat of the poultry kingdom, the famous four-point blue-ribbon turkey. Now, here's a bird that's definitely superior for four very good reasons. First, he's raised in the best turkey-raising areas by master turkey farmers. Then he's scientifically fed to give him more meat, juicier meat, more tender meat. Next, he's expertly dressed as cleanly as you yourself would dress a prize bird. And finally, he's specially selected to delight hard-to-please folks like you. Order a four-point blue-ribbon turkey at your Kroger store now. Now your local announcer.